Hey there, patriots. I'm Melissa Red Pill of the World. I lead the Freedom Force Battalion, where we look at the current events in the light of God's Word. What we are all experiencing is biblical. This is the great day we have been waiting for all our lives. The great awakening when we all wake up and take our freedom back. Check out my show where we discuss the wonderful truth about end times. Join me, Melissa Redfell the World, and the Freedom Force Battalion. Good morning, Patriots. I hope you are having a great day. We have had quite the wild ride. We took a trip yesterday to New York City, <laughs> and so we came all the way back. What a, what a day that was. Uh, and so here, you know, we got to see our, hear our wonderful president last night. So encouraging. In the middle of all of this, I wanted, I wanted we're going to talk about what he did and then what is going on now with Bragg and what is going on with the investigations. Are they going to investigate? These people, Bragg and the DA, as well as uh, the 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 Attorney General, because this is ridiculous, and we're connecting that as we always do with how this is biblical. We're going to talk about how this is Holy Week. This is exactly what they did to Jesus. I mean, this is so biblical; it's not even funny. So I will be right back to tell you that after the break. Let's go, Patriots. Let's have, we're going to have a great time today. Our wonderful president never uh, looks worried. He, he maybe looks, you know, angry at what these people are doing, but he's, you can tell that he knows that we're going to win. There's no doubt about it. So let's go. And I wanted to show you, this is my website, freedomforce.live, freedomforce.live. And you will find over there all the videos that I have done over the past forever, five years. And so, um, this is uh, this is the um, uh, where I should talk about how this is biblical. If you scroll down right here, you'll see the videos, the playlists. If you want to know what it, what biblically is going on, this is your channel right here, freedomforce.live. This is my my bestseller book, End Times and a Thousand Years of Peace. It's the end times for them. And so uh, this is uh, this what happened yesterday set the precedents set the precedent for what we're going to do as far as going after them. This is it opened up the door, opened up Pandora's box for to go against them. So let's let's uh, see how that's how this all plays out. So this was president. First of all, just want to show how the support for President Trump the entire way was something to behold. And uh, just check it out. The people are just adore him more than even before. I really do believe we got we're having more join the bandwagon. Check it out. fun good for them i wish i could have been there and this is from the inside of the car check this out <laughs> i bet his arm was tired after all that waving and and thumbs upping so here he uh, is saying there's nothing to this case even even the mainstream media is saying there's nothing to the case check this out really an indictment. There's nothing here. I look 
lawyers came to me and they said, there's nothing here. They're not even saying what you did. The criminal is the district attorney because he illegally leaked massive amounts of grand jury for which he should be prosecuted. Or at a minimum, he should resign. There you go. There you go. There's just nothing. There's no, there's no there there. And they're, they've been trying to scrape together over all these over all these years, and it just it's not happening. It just it just can't happen. So check this out. I've all, the only crime I have committed is to fearlessly defend our nation from those who seek to destroy it. Uh oh. I never thought anything like this could happen in America. Never thought it could happen. The only crime that I have committed is to fearlessly defend our nation from those who seek to destroy it. Isn't that the truth? Isn't I'm so thankful for him and he's standing in the way of them getting to us. Isn't it? It's just amazing. So here he is going, walking into court. And uh, at one point they were saying that he was possibly going to speak to the to the press beforehand. And this is why the girl goes, are you going to talk to us? And and so he uh, he just, you know, they were like, no, they weren't going to allow that, whatever, whatever. Um, yeah, it just shows these people are so out of control. And I don't blame these people. They're just, you know, the police officers who got the short end of the straw and had to do this job uh, on this day. But here he is walking in. That the feds said they wouldn't prosecute. Here comes the former president. Let's just listen into this. President Trump, will you come speak to us? President Trump. Yeah, there he is going into court. Just, yeah, so, so ridiculous. And he knows that if he would just go home and just, just, you know, not fight for us and not stand in the way, then he would, if the prosecution would end. All of this witch hunt would end. That's been ongoing for month after month after year after year. If I renounced my beliefs, if I agreed to stay silent, if I stayed home, or if I stayed in my basement, <laughs> the persecution of Donald Trump would stop immediately. That's what they want me to do, but I can't do that. And I will not do that because I love our country and I love the people of our country so much. I'm not doing this for me because I had a very good and luxurious life. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? <laughs> the guy on Gutfeld the other night was like, you know, uh, and to be honest, you know, getting up in the morning and flying in your multi-million, billion-dollar plane, however much it's worth, with all the secret service and being escorted through. And he's like, that's that sounds like a great day to me. <laughs> I never had the day so good. But the point is that you know he's just making a joke. But the the point is obviously these people are out of control. They're they they want to do anything in the world they can to stop him, and he will not. That's just what's so amazing. No doubt he is the chosen one. There's no doubt about it. So yeah, there he is, our president standing. It's it's uh it's just an amazing thing. Who can imagine a billionaire being willing to do and take all of this grief? Really, we're, I'm so thankful for for him. And the ones who are out there saying, <laughs> they had a video yesterday of people out there being interviewed. Well, what did he do wrong? We're like, mm, I don't know. He did something. 
They just, they're just poor little sheep. They're just poor little brainwashed sheep, probably paid to go out there. Okay, so this was Father um, Frank Pavone uh, with Priests for Life on Bannon the other day. I'm telling you, this was terrific. He did such a, a great job um, drawing the comparison. This is Holy Week. This is the week that our Lord Jesus went before, you know, all the Sanhedrin. I'm going to talk about that here in just a little bit. But how, you know, they... They, they brought him up on trumped-up charges. They brought our Lord Jesus up, and that's exactly what was on uh, the New York Post, I think it was this morning. It, it's all trumped-up charges. So check this out. Being used against an enemy. So this is not oh, a not to compare Friday. Pilate is there, and he talks to Jesus, and he says, well, you know, what, what, what have you done? He says, I find no guilt in you. And then he goes out to the crowd, and he says, shall I release for you the king of the Jews? And the crowd says, crucify him. And Pilate says, well, what wrong has he done? They don't give any wrong. The crowd just says, crucify him. And Pilate... Because they were egged on and paid by the people in power and they were all joined. I'm going to show you how, you know, in, uh, in the Bible, when Jesus was talking with them, it shows that they were not all really in lockstep. They would have on disagreements amongst themselves, but when it came to Jesus, they were in lockstep against him. And then would they would, they would egg on the crowd and, and pay them to, to, to shout, crucify him. This was early, early, early in the morning with, with our Lord Jesus. And so, you know, no one's out there except those who have been paid to go out there to to cause a ruckus. <laughs> Does that sound familiar? Does that sound just exactly like what we see happening, you know, with with Antifa and the, all the rest? It bows to their pressure. This passion of Jesus Christ is a perfect example of going after a man in search of a crime just in order to get rid of the man rather than going after a crime in search of the people who did it. And that's why this indictment of President Trump turns America upside down, because it's an inversion of what the system of justice is supposed to be. The passion of Christ that we honor and celebrate during these days is a prosecutorial misconduct. Uh, it is a weaponization of the processes that in themselves are legitimate, but here they're being used against an enemy. So this is not a not to compare Jesus Christ with Donald Trump, but to compare the tactics of their enemies. Uh, the tactics of the enemy are always the same, and it's time for us to realize we've got to fight back harder than ever before. There's no compromising with this. They're also doing this with Miles uh, Guo, and I'm going to show you that here in just a little bit. And that video is impossible to find on uh, it's been taken down off of YouTube and it's really hard to find, but I'm going to show it to you because this is what they're doing. They're prosecuting anyone who's, who's uh, you know, they don't mind. Maybe someone just has one or two, a, a, re a, sh a small reach, but anyone who has a big reach, they are coming after them with everything they've got. That's why they've gone against Trump. That's why they've gone against Bannon and now also Guo. So yeah, this was Cash Patel said, the only good thing about today's arraignment is discovery begins. That means Bragg's corrupt gang has to turn over the bogus evidence that they're using to support the indictment. Pre-trial motions are key thereafter. Let the discovery begin. Yeah. And so that's it. We'll, we'll see how this all plays out. But I, th I appreciate Cash Patel always bringing it back to, you know, legally what what is the um, how this is going to how this is going to play out. Really appreciate him being there. So that's the next thing. And then Comer was on um, Fox and Friends this morning, and they were talking about how, um, you know, these people have 
have, as President Trump said, they've broken the law of, of, of leaking this. And it's a it's literally a felony to leak grand jury information. And so here's what Kevin McCarthy posted. Alvin Bragg is attempting to interfere in our democratic process by invoking federal law to bring politicized charges against President Trump, admittedly using federal funds while at the same time arguing arguing that the pre, the people's representatives in Congress lack jurisdiction to investigate this farce. So you take federal money, but then you don't get federal oversight. That's not the way it works, Bragg. No, you when you when you take that money from the federal government for what you're you've admitted has you've used federal funds for this case, that means that we have federal oversight. So that's where uh, Comer and um, and McCarthy and Jordan are going to be getting together. They said later this week to talk about subpoenaing, putting out issuing a subpoena for the DA Bragg and for uh, Merrick Garland, the Attorney General. DeBragg's weaponization of the federal justice process will be held accountable by Congress. How about that? How about that? It's so nice for us to have, you know, in the past, we have not had uh, anyone like this in Congress who could hold their feet to the fire. And so this is a this is a new day, you know, that they're, they're, they're um, being called on the carpet. That'll be interesting to see. So check this out. This is what Comer had to say on uh, Fox and Friends. Arguing that the people's representatives in Congress lack jurisdiction to investigate this farce. Not so. Bragg's weaponization of the federal justice process will be held accountable by Congress. How do you plan to do that? Well, we're going to be having a call with McCarthy later this week, Jim Jordan and myself, and we're going to try to figure out a path moving forward. This is very serious. Uh, Alvin Bragg doesn't even know where his funding comes from, uh, but he gets federal funding. And that's where it falls into the jurisdiction of the House Oversight Committee. The weaponization of his office is how it falls into both the Judiciary Committee and the, the Select Committee on the weaponization of the Department of Justice. So uh, we're we're not going to stop on this. Nothing changed. We believe that he's overstepped. And I'll tell you one of the things that I don't think has been picked up a lot that, that's going to be a problem. And I had two calls yesterday, one from a county attorney in Kentucky and one from a county attorney in Tennessee. They they were Republican, obviously, that both states are heavily Republican. They want to know if there are ways they can go after the Bidens now. And they've opened up yep. a can of worms. They've set precedents now that we can't go back on. And now we're going to see a, a judicial system that's already bogged down with with doing what they're supposed to do and that's going after real criminals uh people that are uh, committing real crimes burglaries rape uh robberies things like that and now you're going to start seeing ambitious political people like alvin bragg try to make a name for themselves and go after big pie in the sky federal cases okay, right. and it, it's just not a good path that we need to, uh, to, to go forward on in our Could, judiciary congressman yesterday you talked to president biden's former executive assistant with links to uh with links to hunter about uh how those documents got into the penn center and others you know who was picking up stuff and who wasn't um what did you find out well i appreciate miss chung for coming forward and uh answering all of our questions for four hours during a transcribed interview. What we learned was that uh, these documents were, were transported from the vice presidency, from his office to the private sector in, in private cars. Mm -hmm. They went to at least three different locations initially. <laughs> Uh, one of which was in Chinatown, the other of which was in the Penn Biden Center, which we're finding more and more 
evidence that it was almost exclusively funded by China. And there was no lock on the door. All the things that Jack, that, that the special prosecutors apparently going to try to indict Trump on, on mishandling classified documents, Biden did, and he okay. did it about 10 times worse. So how about that? <laughs> how about that? So, yeah, this this all came out just, you know, with all this that's going on, you might have missed that, that this all came out about these documents, that the 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 documents that they're supposed to, Jack Smith is wanting to nail President Trump because, you know, he didn't protect these documents. And, you know, when they did everything that they were supposed to do, blah, blah, blah. And so now you've it, it, you've got Biden, how he, they took them in cars and they took them to places that didn't even have a lock on the door. I mean, this is outrageous. And so this is all coming out. So whatever they're trying to, whatever sauce for the goose is sauce for the gander. Okay. If you're trying to come out after President Trump, he didn't do any of these things, but we're going to show that, that Biden did, that they are guilty of these things. And, you know, all these things that we're finding that they're trying, that, that I'll, I'll actually play for you the brag uh, where he's talking about the indictment against President Trump regarding this, uh, these, um, th really basically trying to say that he lied uh, and tried to get to get trumped up information. So this is very, very interesting because this is exactly what we have to we can use against Hillary. OK, so Trump was not guilty of these things, but Hillary was. So listen to this. This this is a nothing burger on Trump. But if they're if they're saying they use this, this is this really did happen with Hillary. So check this out. On a New York Supreme Court indictment returned by a Manhattan grand jury on 34 felony counts of falsifying business records in the first degree. Under New York state law, it is a felony to falsify business records with intent to defraud and an intent to conceal another crime. Uh, Hillary, Hillary, where she paid for this and it was for the dossier. She said she was paying for attorney fees and she wasn't. She was paying for a, a fake dossier, a smear campaign against President Trump. You see how that is? President Trump didn't do this, but she did. So that's really what's going to happen. All these things that they're trying to use against President Trump is going to boomerang on them. Trust me. That's, that's, I think that's, if I could show you like several months down the, down the road, that's how it's going to work. That is exactly what this case is about. 34 false statements made to cover up other crimes. These are felony crimes in New York State. No matter who you are, we cannot and will Hillary. not normalize serious criminal conduct. The defendant repeatedly made false statements on New York business records. He also caused others to make false statements. The defendant claimed that he was paying Michael Cohen for legal services performed in 2017. This simply was not true. And it was a false statement that the defendant made month after month in 2017. April, May, June, and so on through the rest of the year. For nine straight months, the defendant held documents in his hand containing this key lie, that he was paying Michael Cohen for legal services performed in 2017. And he personally signed checks for payments to Michael Cohen. 
this would all be fine if it was really where he was saying it against Hillary because she really did do these things. I mean, everything he's saying, just replace the word with Hillary and then and you're, you know, or, or really all of them. They all do this. They all do these these federal crimes. And President Trump, <laughs> it's, trust me, you're gonna, they, they will not be able to lay a glove on him and everybody else. Even the even the media is uh, mainstream media is just like, oh, no, there was nothing to it. You know, they're really disappointed. They're very, very um, over uh, underwhelmed is, uh, was the word they used. So check this one out. So from uh, <laughs> what I love. Ultra MAGA. They do amazing videos just putting this all together so timely. And District Attorney Alvin Bragg, let's listen in. I'll now take questions. Mr. Bragg, Garrett Hake with NBC News. Uh, your predecessor took a hard look at this case and decided not to charge it. Federal prosecutors took a hard look at this case and decided not to charge it. Do you believe you have new evidence that led you to decide to charge this? Or why now? Well, we, we are not going to go into our deliberate process on what was brought, the charges that were brought were the ones that were brought. Thanks so much. I mean, look, if this is the only pebble, it's not much of a pebble. And I do think it could, it could uh, uh, the, the backlash against this pebble might cow other people who might otherwise have been courageous enough to step forward. Uh, in terms of a case that's being brought against a former president, it's a little underwhelming. What I don't see in here is any explanation or any new facts that would make it clear to the American public why this is coming out now. I don't see anything really new here. This is a sick joke. Alvin Bragg couldn't answer a question. He couldn't answer a question. And he's such a moron and a gutless coward. And he understands the flop sweat coming down over that big old face of his, flop sweat everywhere. He ran off the stage because he couldn't answer any of the basic questions of the liberal legal, legal media. Says, hey, I noticed there's no crimes here. Can you help me out? Where I'm looking through this thing. I don't see the crimes. Oh, well, you know, I don't, I'm not really technically in charge. I don't really have to list the crimes. Hello? It's you're indicting a, a, not just a former president of the United States, a guy that won twice in the guy. And let me refer you, Brother Bragg. National Republican primary, Trump at 48, DeSantis at 19. He's marching back to the White House and you indict a guy in front of the world. How do you think, what do you think they're doing in Beijing right now? How do you think they're looking at this? If this is the leadership of America that would do this to a leader in the country, in, in the history, think of the Republic, think of everybody that fought and died for this country to pass it down. Look at this today. This is a disgrace. The time for talk is over. It's the time for action. Why are we having a FBI headquarters bigger than the Pentagon? Shut it down. Here's the number zero. Just a question of the funds. Cut it off. Where are the stones in the Republican Party? People were sending me today some Republicans I know, and I and they respect them. These statements. I said I sent it back to them. I don't want to hear any more statements. I need your action. I need what you're going to do tomorrow. Why don't you recall Congress tomorrow? Work Holy Week. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ wouldn't have a problem with that. Our Jewish representatives in Passover, it's because it's a crisis. Come back to Washington. Seeing what they did today, come back to Washington. Call Bragg down here tomorrow. Give him a subpoena. Give the guys at the DOJ a subpoena. This attempt, time of national crisis, they got nothing on Trump. Love that. Yes. We don't need a bunch of statements. We need action. We need subpoenas. We need to be, to bring them uh, down out and put their feet 
to the fire. That's what needs to happen. And I, I feel very confident that they, that they are. I mean, they've already come or just said that. And so we'll, we'll stay tuned and we will watch and see what happens. When we get back, I'm going to tell you what President Trump said about what's going on in Georgia, because there are several cases that they're trying to bring against him and nothing is going to have any bearing on him, but it will have bearing on the others. So I will be right back after the break. Hey, Patriots. Okay. They are going to do pull out all the stops in everything that they can possibly think of to do against President Trump. So they've got the 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 documents with Jack Smith. They're going to say that he's doing well, of course, we know that that wasn't President Trump. No, that was Biden. They're going to do with with what they're doing right now with this saying he he falsified records. No, that was Hillary. And then they're going to say this election fraud. They're going to say that he made this made this phone call was a but it was a part as he said the phone call to Zelensky and the phone call to uh, Letitia. Uh, I'm sorry to in Georgia about talking about the election. They were both perfect phone calls. But I bet that's going to open up a lot of a lot of issues for those who are guilty of those things who are using their their position for you name it. For, for pulling whatever strings. So check out what President Trump said last night about that. And in the wings, they've got a local racist Democrat district attorney in Atlanta who is doing everything in her power to indict me over an absolutely perfect phone call, even more perfect than the one I made with the president of Ukraine. Remember, I kept, kept saying, that's a perfect call. This one was more perfect. <laughs> Nobody said, sir, you shouldn't say that. Many people on the phone were hung up in disgust because of something I inappropriately said, because nothing was said wrong. In fact, at the end of the call, we agreed to continue our conversation about election fraud and election fraud, specifically in Georgia, at a later time. Many people on the phone, including lots of lawyers, nobody found anything wrong with that I don't know if you're able to see that on the screen, but that's President Trump last night talking about the phone call that happened with uh, with uh, in, in Georgia. And they're just they're trying to blame him for anything and everything. And they have nothing on him. That's what's so difficult <laughs> is Lily White and they Lily you know, pure as the driven snow. They haven't done any. It hasn't done any of these things. So, of course, our wonderful Ultra MAGA has to come out and they make this great video. This is Letitia James. She ran on getting Trump, getting Trump. So check out what this is, because they're they're in they're in serious I would not want to be them. Let's just put it that way. America is an uncharted territory. We are angrier and more deeply divided than we've ever been at any point in our history since the Civil War. I will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president, colluding with foreign powers, putting profits over people. If the prosecutor is not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. Dividing us in ways we haven't seen in generations. We can do better than this. I believe that this president is incompetent. I believe that this president is ill-equipped to serve in the highest office of this land. And I believe that he is an embarrassment to all that we stand for. 
He should be charged with obstructing justice. What's your understanding of what your son was doing? That doesn't pass the smell test. So look, if you want to talk about problems, you know, let's talk about Trump's family. Five former heads of the CIA say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. I believe that the president of these United States can be indicted for criminal offenses. Get vaccinated. Because we believe that he's engaged in a patent practice of money laundering. I have not taken a penny from any foreign source ever in my life. All money I have, I've got it with my talent. Laundering the money from foreign governments. Will you appoint a special counsel to investigate Hunter Biden? I'm not, uh, for the same reason that I'm not um, able to respond to questions about investigations of the former president. Does he work on the Hunter Biden investigation? Maybe wondering what you could possibly do to change it. The answer is simple. I'm telling you, <laughs> these people are desperate and everything that they're trying to blame on President Trump, they are actually guilty of. So just enjoy the show. Don't worry. We're, we're going to get there. You look at President Trump, you know that, that there's no way they're going to defeat him and they're not going to defeat us. And I know it's crazy, but it's all it's it has to be this way. And so we, this is a precipice moment, no doubt. And so this is really what we tell our, our fam, family and friends that we cannot you know, we cannot risk losing our country and our freedoms. We cannot have turn into a banana republic. All right. So, and I wanted to show you, this is the video I wanted to show you guys. Um, this is by Wolves and Finance. This guy is amazing. He's a terrific researcher. He, he specifically researches finance crimes. Okay. So he found out that Miles Guo was arrested on the 15th of March. He is the one, Miles does, uh, works with Bannon and he's the one who, uh, uh, they, they went out, remember a long time ago had posted about that Bannon and he uh, went out into the harbor of New York City and uh, uh, declared the Chinese people's independence from the C and the C and the P. Okay. And so he has been fighting them. He's got, he's extremely wealthy and he's using all of his resources to help to set the people free from this evil, evil regime. And so but then he did you know he was just arrested on March 15th, but he's been held without without bail. And yesterday, and I haven't been able to find anything about it, what happened in the bail hearing, but everybody who does, I mean, they can do any crime in the whole wide world and they are, they are, are, they aren't even having to post bail at all. They just, they just go and they say, you just come back when it's, when it's time for court, which is absolutely, this is for the, the crimes of this DA is that, that they've let, uh, you know, poor, the people of New York just be in a terrible position where they're just riddled with crime everywhere they go. They're afraid to go ride the subway. They're afraid to go out in the streets. Okay. So, and afraid to run a business because the people can, can literally, you know, brandish a gun in front of them and they take their money and there's nothing they can do. It's just lawlessness, absolute lawlessness. And it's from this uh, brag person. So, which is the perfect name for him. So arrogant that he's lawless anyway, but back to miles. So miles, um, he's, he's been held 
without bail for since the 15th. And yesterday he was supposed to have a bail hearing. But he, this guy, um, I don't know his name, but his website's name is, is his rumble name is Wolves and Finance. Wolves and Finance. So definitely go and check that. And the name of the video is, is Miles Guo Innocent. And he calls him something else, Guow, whatever. The point is, he, um, they, there's no crime. The, the SEC came in and and said, oh, you're doing something illegal. And you know, but there was no one who was complaining. The people who had invested in his uh, in his basically a, a like a type of a Facebook type of thing to try to get help to get truth out. They wanted to stop that. And so they said, oh, well, he's doing something that's, uh, you know, that's uh, it's it's he's he's overstating what he can do and, and, and how much money he can make. And he's he's tricking the people. Well, then why didn't they stop Zuckerberg, right? It's We know what why. We know why. But they stopped and they took the money that he had gotten to run this business and they, they the SEC took it. They still haven't given it back to the people. They're the criminals. The people are still without their money. The SEC has this money. What is going on? He goes into all this detail. I really would encourage you to watch it because this explains – and. He, he even goes into how they have tried everything to get uh, to work a deal with President Trump to have him extradited. It's, it's really amazing that he has not been extradited to China. Ugh, he's he, he's he's been in exile in America since, I don't know, for the past 10 years. But and like I said, he is the most hunted down by uh, uh, by by the CCP. You know, when you like um him and Bannon and President Trump, like and Navarro also, those are the ones who are really the most hated. So that tells you that he's um, a good guy. Th this video, he did a terrific job explaining that, but they're, they're trying everything in the world to uh, to stop him and to just put him in jail. Oh, oh, oh. And by the way, when they when the FBI goes into his home and, and arrests him, uh, next thing you know, you know, he's in he's in uh, in jail and mysteriously his house catches on fire you got to watch the whole thing you got to watch this because this is what uh what he's fighting against is 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 here in america because as as we've been seeing that the the ccp owns so many of these people all right, so that's what we are finding. Okay, today is the eve of Passover, so get ready to celebrate with your family. And uh, you might be like, well, I'm not Jewish. Well, this is a perpetual celebration that the Lord's uh, instituted um, for our people, for God's people. And we are Israelites by faith. We are we are part of this big family. That's that's one of the things they kind of let misled us on. But the Bible says that those who have the same faith as Abraham are children of Abraham. So if you have the same faith that Abraham had, which was to 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 believe in a savior uh, to come, he uh, uh, he. he uh, Abraham believed in the Savior to come. Now we look back and recognize that Jesus was the Savior who came to die on the cross. But the point is, we know that Jesus is the Savior, just like just like they did back in the day. And so we, we have that same faith, and that we believe God as Abraham did, and it's accounted to us as righteousness. Our faith is accounted 
as righteousness. All right, so we celebrate all these festivals. We're going to be counting the Omer. Here's my Omer right here. We're going to be counting 50 of them starting on Resurrection Day, which is this Sunday. And the 50th day is the Jubilee, which is when all the debts are paid, uh, canceled, and the and the captives go free. All right, so this is um, the, the Seder plate that you eat on the Passover night, which is Thursday night. So you've got a little bit of time to get this together. Now, I don't know if she's got a lamb shank. That Maybe that is a lamb shank. But if you can't find lamb, which is kind of hard to come by, you can use you can, I mean, you can use a chicken leg or whatever. But just to, just to pretend, if, it's, if you're new at this, you can get, uh, if you don't have the little bowls, you can get some little plastic bowls at the, at the store so you can put these things in it. But um, so, for example, when we have the uh, this is the bitter herbs. You can use cilantro or, or parsley, and and um, and then you have a bowl of. They don't have it pictured here, but you have a bowl of water uh, with salt in it, and it uh, it's it's to remind you of the bitter tears and the bitterness of being in slavery. Hello, we feel the same way. We've not been in uh, in slavery in Egypt, but we have been under the thumb of these tyrants, and it has caused a lot of tears. Um, so anyway, so then then um, of course it's got the lamb shank, which is, represents our uh, our Lord Jesus being the Lamb of God who uh, who uh, who takes away the sin of the world. This one is little nuts and fruit in this little bowl, and that reminds you of the wall. <laughs> Build the wall, <laughs> but that's what they had to do in in uh, in Egypt was that they were uh, you know in bitter bondage so that they were building the the um the uh the whatever <laughs> building the houses for the people building the pyramids building everything anyway so if you go on here's a, a video that explains it called and it's actually on let's see i think it's on youtube oh i'm not on it but i will make sure that you have it matza cracker let's see if i can find it yeah, so she she does a really good job explaining it. Let me see if I can back it up just a little bit. Maybe make it a little bit smaller and I'll see it. But so you can see the name of this. I shared this on the social media. Don't forget, go on freedomforce.live and you'll find all the social media. So Truth Social, Telegram, Twitter, Gab, Getter, Instagram, CloudHub, Snapchat, and TikTok. So you'll find all. Thank you so much again to all my wonderful people who helped to make sure that happens. But yeah. She does a great job, and I can't figure it out. But if you just basically look at some video for some videos on um, YouTube, they will explain how to do a seder, S-E-D-E-R dinner. So here she's explaining about the afi Komen. and so I want her to uh, to explain. This is a piece of a piece of matzah bread. You might not have some of that, but you can. It's very not very expensive. Just pick it up at any uh, grocery store. So you can see that it is pierced like saltines, kind of like saltines. It's pierced and it's it's kind of bruised. You can see how. So it represents our Lord Jesus. Um, and and what he did for us. So that's the the people who celebrate Passover might not all know that, but they eat this every year. And there are three pieces. One represents the Father. One represents the Son. One represents the Holy Spirit. Um, so you you get the matzah bread, and then you. What's so fun is you wrap the middle piece in a piece of linen cloth, and then you hide it at some point in the in the when the dinner is going on, and then at some point uh, at the end the children are get get to go and hunt and find the afikomen and so that they, it's really like finding our lord jesus after he is risen from the dead that he was wrapped in linen cloth so you let her explain it to you it represents jesus very well because it looks pierced and it's bruised and um it's striped just like he was wounded for our transgressions um you will take three pieces of 
matzah and each piece represents something different. So I showed you how to make a matzah tosh in a previous video, but if you do not have a matzah tosh, don't you fear, I have a solution for you. So you can just take your three pieces of bread, your unleavened bread, and you will wrap them all together in a towel. You will take out the centerpiece. It represents the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So you take out the Son, which is the centerpiece. You'll break it in half, and you'll wrap it in another um, towel, which represents a tomb, and the leader of the ceremony will hide it somewhere for the kids to find later. So your basic Seder, which just means order of service, goes like this. You will start your service with prayer. The leader will just open up with prayer and thank God for what we're about to learn today. And then you will kind of do a toast, a toast to sanctification, which is what we are learning about at our Seder. So um, you drink like or take a sip of a cup of, of wine or your grape juice. And then it's traditional to do like a hand washing, which kind of represents baptism, but it's not really like super hand washing. You're kind of just dipping your fingers in the water and talking about how what we're learning about today is what makes us clean and makes us a new person. So then you take your parsley. Your parsley represents new life because it's green. You take your parsley and put it into the salt water, which re represents the Israelites going through the Red Sea to come out a new nation. To us, it is represents that Jesus went through the pain of death to make us a new nation in him and then you will take your three pieces of matzah bread and you'll take out the center one you will break it and the leader of the ceremony or the leader of your service will take the center piece of bread and hide it somewhere in the house for the kids to find later this is now called the afikoman which means it comes later so then you will start using your seder dish to tell the rest of the story of what happened at passover at this point you will drink another toast to deliverance which is what we are about to learn about so you will take your horseradish everyone will dip either a piece of matzah in it or you can dip your bitter um, lettuce in it and everybody takes a bite this represents the bitterness of slavery um, of the Israelites and also the bitterness of our slavery to sin that we could not free ourselves from. This is a slavery that we needed someone to save us from. And also the bitterness of being under the tyranny of the New World Order. And next you will take a bite of the apple relish. Um, and this represents the bricks that the Israelites made while they were in slavery. But if you think about it, the apple relish tastes so sweet. It tastes so good. It is the best tasting thing on the Seder dish. And sin for a moment can taste like it's sweet, but it ends up being bitter. And in fact, some people will make like an apple relish and horseradish sandwich and eat that after they've tasted the apple relish. After this, you will explain that the beets or the shank bone represents that the Messiah came as the sacrificial Passover lamb for us. And then the flour or the egg represents a newness of life that was bought for us by the sacrifice that Jesus made as our Passover lamb. And then after this, you explained all of the Seder plate. Now you will take part in eating your yummy dinner that everybody has been waiting for. After the dinner's over, the children will leave the table and go find the hidden piece of matzah. And the one that finds it gets a prize for um, finding the matzah or the afikoman. So then the leader of the ceremony will take the afikoman, the hidden piece of matzah, and they will break it and pass it out just like in communion. And here you would speak about... Um, that Jesus' body was broken and the sacrifice that he made. And then just like in communion, you will do another toast. And this toast is to the cup of redemption that Jesus or Yeshua has redeemed us from the curse of sin. So that's where you uh, you could basically have the Lord's Supper together as a family. And um, 
and technically his body he did not his bones were not broken but he was um he 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 suffered for us that's the that's the point and that he he went to the cross for us and so you have a the what we you know know of is as communion there and how he redeemed us he bought us back from being uh in in this evil uh kingdom of darkness and so that yeah, you celebrate that and then that's exactly what the the uh this this what you just saw right there was exactly what the uh, the uh, the disciples did before they went to the garden and before our Lord Jesus was arrested and so um, yes and then they did they, they sang a praise song at the end isn't that great this is and you can do it long you can do it short you can get a Haggadah H A G G A D A H something like that online and you can I posted one on the social media so that you can learn you know how to do it and have all the questions where the children ask why do why is this night different from all other nights and they, because we are we're remembering the uh, how we were in bitter bondage and how the lord delivered us from the bondage and you go through those questions um i have i have links to that on the social media also all right so today i wanted to uh, my time is going to run out on us but i'll i'll actually probably do another little quick video today about the um what what our lord jesus was talking about during this week of uh, when he was there in the temple for that seven days. The next one I want to talk about is this marriage at the at the resurrection. And the thing I want to bring out about this is that the Sadducees and the Pharisees did not agree on a lot. They were always arguing amongst themselves because the Sadducees did not believe in a resurrection. And that's why they go into this whole discussion about, well, if the woman dies, then and then you know whatever her who's who's whose wife will she be in heaven if she's married to multiple men? Uh, after she dies, how, whose wife is she going to be in heaven? And so the point is, Jesus says, you you don't even understand. You you missed the the point entirely. You are you don't understand the scriptures of the power of God. But at the resurrection, people will neither marry nor be given in marriage. They will be like angels in heaven. But Jesus brought up this very important point because heaven is totally different from what we experience. <clears throat> On this earth, but about the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what God said to you? I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. I am. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. Oh boy! <laughs> so then, the Sadducees realized that they had. He was calling them out. So the Pharisees were kind of like, "Oh yeah, yeah, he got those Sadducees, yeah, because they're saying there's no heaven, there's no eternal life." So it's really. An interesting thing, and, and I think sometimes we think that all the Democrats are, or and all whatever, uh, you know, they're all together in lockstep, or all really not the Democrats so much as the New World Order, that they're all in agreement on everything. But the truth is, they're not. They're not. They're they have their own issues between them, but. When it comes to fighting against MAGA, they're in lockstep, right? When it comes against fighting against President Trump, they're in lockstep. So let's pray. Thank you again, Lord. We praise you that you have given us so many, uh, so much truth so that we know and we're in complete peace. We know that this is your great day. We're being set free and that all this is going on is going to be used to expose them and to hold them accountable for their crimes. We thank you, Lord, that that uh, it'll boomerang on to them the things that, that, that pit that they dug for us they will fall into just like your word says we praise you we thank you that your word is true and nothing can stop what is coming we pray it's all all of this in your great name jesus amen i love you guys don't forget check out the books um and times and a thousand years of peace this is the one uh major clues from minor prophets so if you check this out right here you'll go you go right down to red pill the world and you will see all the books that i have written uh, this is biblical 
uh, end times in a thousand years of peace and major clues for minor prophets. This is it. This is a great day. And go on freedomforce.live and get the audiobook so you can listen to it. And you will be in complete peace knowing that this is our great day. And I will talk to you next Wednesday on Brideon.tv, 10 a.m. Central.